0: Hello, Welcome back to another episode of Always is Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Ahoy hoy. How are you going? Feeling fly. How are you going? I'm feeling good. One sunny day has got me feeling good. Also, it's my weekend, which it always is when we record, but I feel good. Uh,
1: I'm so envious that... It's your weekend. This week has been the longest week of my life. Oh. My life.
0: <laughs> Work wise, rental wise, all of it. All of Life-wise. it. The whole kit
1: and caboodle. Yeah. Sick of Dan Andrews, sick of Melbourne, sick of I'm sick of everything. I'm sick of everything. And people are also annoying. Mm. Other people are sick of it, which is impacting my joy levels because everyone sucks. Yeah. In important news, I'm still doing September, and I haven't yet missed a day. Today might be the day that I miss it, but I haven't missed a day yet. You know how you said you haven't done any preparation for our challenge? Yeah. I've gone the opposite way and done too much preparation to the point where I think that I will be like bone on bone with my (laughs) hips and (laughs) knees by the time we get to October 1st.
0: Yeah. I'll be like that too, but that'll just be from the start to the end of the run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, there has been some good news today, though, because we have a crossover bubble now. We do! We're 12 kilometres apart, so we didn't have the 5k radius, but now we do.
1: Yes, and also a very special hello to
0: Zoe Foster Blake, who's listening to this episode. (laughs) Yeah, number one fan of the pod, Zoe Foster Blake. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Alex lost her absolute shit. I lost my shit, but... I was sort of in the middle of working and like, oh, I'm too busy to get excited. So I Lisa said, was Lisa like, was working and she's basically giving me fuck off vibes. And I was like, but sorry, Foster, like, listen to our podcast. I screened it out to Brenton and then I was like, cool, I processed it. Now I've got to work. Um, yeah, really cool that that happened because, I mean, even if she didn't listen, it's like she went to the effort of commenting to pretend she did. And that's all I could ask for. Same. Same. Pretty damn cool.
1: Yes. How Do you have any home updates for uh, like lockdown vibes? I feel like we haven't quite touched on the fact that- Hmm. <gasps> what? Oh, I was going to say, Survivor's launching next week.
0: <gasps> it's- Oh my god, I'm so excited. Well, okay, so really sad. So I was going to buy a fire pit um, because I wanted to have a fire pit for a Survivor party but it's not going to happen. But we might be out of it for the Survivor finale. And if we are, I'm I'm throwing a party. I'm going to buy a fire pit and I'm, we're going to have to, like, maybe everyone has to buy a tiki torch to come. I'm so excited about Survivor. Speaking of, you know, party and outdoor things, we finally put our barbecue back together for those who witnessed my meltdown for when I wanted to cook fish outside and couldn't. <laughs> and we actually moved the outdoor furniture outside today, which has been inside since laddie the destroyer was here and so i'm definitely getting like a spring cleaning vibe i also donated two gigantic bags of clothes and threw out like all of my shoe boxes all of the pr boxes around the house we're cleansing the house and it feels good
1: you are literally
0: spring cleaning
1: yeah also i have fomo that you threw out two bags of clothes without consulting me about
0: any of the items of clothing that went in those bags i know i'm really sorry the thing is I really love to sort clothes out and throw them out. But then I have this thing of, like, kind of the only thing I spend my money on is clothes. And when I donate, like, Jack and Jack linen yeah. to the diabetes, like, bric-a-brac bag that they pick up <sighs> off the street, I'm like, no one's going to appreciate this. I should at least be taking it to, like, a cool suburb op shop where people can then go and, like, thrift it. Yeah. Because I see, like, some 70 year old lady walking around in my clothes now, which <laughs> stresses me out. It stresses me out. Don't worry. A lot of my friends, my friend Molly always goes through my clothes before I donate them. She's also really lucky because she's the same size foot as me. So she gets all my shoes. Oh. And I threw out like a bunch of heels, new sneakers. I really, I threw out a lot of shit. Lisa, now I'm devastated. Sorry. I did save that one shirt for you that you said would be ugly on your skin tone. So, Oh, you saved it for me. Yeah, I did. You all live. You have to battle over it. Looking forward to it. Can thoroughly, thoroughly recommend. I think it's also good post-lockdown, like change of season, like maybe your body shape's change over lockdown. Just throw out the shit that you're not going to wear, throw out the shit that doesn't fit you. Just throw it all out. And by throw it out, I mean donate it. Yes, absolutely donate it. Also this week, which was nice, which will bring us into beauty news, I don't – I'm trying to figure out if it's nice that the rest of the world is open and we're not because at least it means we have content c- to consume or whether it's terrible that everyone else is, you know, seeing the light of day and we're if still exactly where we were. you dare
1: talk about the Met Gala right now, I'm cancelling this podcast. Why? I I cannot see nor
0: consume any more Met Gala content. Okay. That's fine. I just want to say that I really enjoyed seeing it all and I binge-watched Amber Chamberlain's <laughs> interviews with every single guest on the Vogue YouTube channel. And was it good? Yeah, because Emma Chamberlain was in it and I fucking love her. How good.
1: Okay, yes, I will admit I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the first hour <laughs> yeah. of Met Gala content and after that it became extraordinarily repetitive across all of our accounts.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, let's move into news, shall we? Let's.
2: Uh, that's the on that.
0: Okay, I have grouped this news. We have quite a lot of influencer launches that need to be discussed. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number one, Tanya Burr is launching a brand. Yeah,
1: authored. Thanks to the listener who slid this into our DMs. It was Alice, wasn't it? Yes. Thank you, Alice.
0: But this actually reminded me. She used to have a brand, and I forgot about it. She had Tanya Burr Cosmetics. Do you remember? I do. It was
1: pure trash. And in a great turn of events, if you would like to reminisce about Tanya Burr Cosmetics, just head to the tagged photos on the authored Instagram page, and it's all there because she simply renamed the Instagram
0: page. No way. Yes way. To keep all the followers. Yep. Oh! <gasps> I don't know why, but
1: I feel like that's like a faux pas. Same. Complete faux pas. Also, so dumb because just untag yourself from all of that content. Like, hire a pleb
0: to do it for you so things seem like they're fresh. Whoa. That's a freaking good catch, Alex. That is so good. Okay. Secondly, on a related but very unrelated note, Hmm. Alice, the person who slid into our DMs with this information, asked me today, I just want to know, where the hell did Martha the sausage dog go? Because Tanya and Jim had a dog, Martha, and now neither of them have the dog. I think they gave it away when they got divorced or it died sadly.
1: Maybe it was one of those things where it was like, who's going to take the dog? Let's not fight over it. Let's give it to a friend kind of thing.
0: I hate people who do that. Being someone that takes the fucking dog when people break up i'm like how can you both want a dog and then when you split up neither of you want them it's absolutely unforgivable you should be fighting over who gets to keep the dog not fighting over who has to keep the dog
1: 100 percent. yes um and whilst we were talking about authored we it looks like it's going to be a beauty brand but you mentioned that it
0: sounds like it's going to be like mirror water from estee okay so i didn't mention when i searched tanya burr authored like nothing came up because she's this weird nobody sitting in a nobody space. And so the things that getting the most hits are Reddit threads and gossip threads about Tanya Burr. And I came across this, which is hilarious. Authored sounds like Estee's mirror water, both pretentiously obscure to the point that no one actually knows what it's about slash what it's trying to sell slash what the purpose is. Failures waiting to happen. Poignant. (laughs) Well said is all I can say.
1: I think it looks like Tanya's is going to be a beauty line, but I will be interested to know, is she just going to use the same formulations that she had in the past and like repackage it into like nicer, better packaging?
0: I wonder. Mm. The packaging, like the literal outside cardboard packaging of the image that was sent to us looked awesome. It was, I think the Sarah Chapman serum box is similar where you like, there's dotted lines and and you peel it off and it all kind of breaks off in one nice net of a box. It's really hard to explain, but when you see the images, you'll know what I'm talking about. It was like expensive cardboard packaging, which excited me.
1: Okay, Maybe. It's just so interesting because I really thought she was trying to break out of the beauty thing to do acting and, like, be an actor and now watch. Has got a beauty line? Sure.
0: Reaching. Well, I think that she's now just sort of, like, rich-ish socialite that has to stay current. Must be nice. (laughs) Yeah, it must be very fucking nice. Speaking of more influencer launches, Nikki Tutorials rudely announced like 35 seconds after we recorded our last podcast that she is launching a brand as well. Yes. It's called Nimya. Yeah. Did she say, I watched the video. Did she tell us what that means? No, she
1: did not. And I hate saying it in an Australian accent. It's just like Nimya. It sounds like a country town with a pub the same oh yeah just up in Nimia you
0: know <laughs> yeah. yeah I totally agree it's been in the works for three years she stated that there has been no big investors it's all her and her business partner who is her manager yep and they're starting small so yes. I listened to the video, even though I'm very not interested in this. I love Nikki Tutorials. I just have no interest in her skincare-leaning brand, which is interesting because I trust her on makeup, even though it's not my style. I don't care what she has to say about skincare. Yeah. So there is a cooling eye stick. There is a Where It All Starts Cream, which is a moisturizer primer hybrid. Mm -hmm. There is a glow serum, which features exfoliating ingredients. And then there is a before-you-go fan and a setting spray. Yes. She did mention in the video that she was trying to do a glowy setting spray and a matte setting spray, and that those aren't launching at the moment because they can't get the formula right, which is hilarious because with mattifying setting sprays, we see it every freaking time. Morphe do one and Tatcha did one, and both of them have had like recalls because the pump always gets stuck because anything mattifying they try and stick powder in an aerosol and it always gets stuck. Yeah. And so that's obviously what's happening with her. She said there's been a packaging issue with the mattifying formula and we don't want to launch anything that's not perfect yet. And I actually thought, good on you, because we've seen huge brands do this and one in every hundred is is faulty and they've just put it out. But I'm seeing that I remember I was working at Mecca at the time that the matte skin missed from Toucher launched and we returned more than we sold they all broke they all got stuck
1: wow I don't know how I feel about it and I agree with you in that I don't really care what Nikki Tutorials has to say about skincare I don't think she's an authority on skin which Mm -hmm. like I've heard her speak about skincare in her videos before and she doesn't speak with authority or knowledge yeah with what she's saying which leads me to feel a little bit of distrust in that space but I understand she's very influential I feel like which I said to you when I watched the video the products sound like skin Iceland like
0: Mm.
1: marshmallow textured cream yeah I'm not into it
0: no absolutely not
1: (laughs) also I don't know how I feel about an AHA as a pre-makeup skincare product either yeah that's fine if you want to be the pre-makeup skincare brand but like stick to that, don't then launch a whole skincare brand and try and fit things in. Like, are you going to bring out an anti-aging moisturizer for pre-makeup that's got retinol in it? Like, that's a bad idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, my thoughts. Valid thoughts. And (laughs) then the last thing that we've sort of hinted at, I think we talked about this when she initially took out the patents, but Kylie is launching Kylie Baby, launching September 28th. So this week. Yes, and also launching this week, no, well, uh,
1: last week when the podcast goes live, Kylie Swim, did she? No, but I love how similar it sounds to Kylie Skin. Same. Anyway, shocked to my core that she's now launching two additional lines to her brand whilst she's pregnant,
0: and sure, why not? Yeah, very apt timing that she happens to take out that trademark, like, a long time ago and then launches the baby when she's pregnant. Fucking genius. Well done, Chris. Anyway, um, we have literally no details about her upcoming line, but last year we saw that she launched um, applications to trademark Kylie Baby in the areas of moisturizers, lotions, body oils, body gels, and more, as well as cribs, strollers, diaper bags, baby bottles, and clothing. Oh, I'm here for the baby merch accessories. (laughs) Okay. And then I guess what I was going to discuss, but you're right, it's a audio medium and it's been talked to death, is that we had the VMAs and the Met Gala this week, which I think is setting the trends, I guess, for the upcoming months. I've actually been meaning to discuss with you, because I've seen it quite a lot um, on TV and stuff that I've been watching, that coloured shadow and matching your shadow to your outfit is a thing. Has on Love Island UK was always wearing a colored eyeshadow to match her outfit and it was delightful. Then I saw Chrissy on Bon Appetit who oh. was wearing a lilac top with lilac eyeshadow and she's got like deep dark skin that looked freaking incredible. And I was like, this is becoming a thing. Like people are wearing colour matchy matchy, which colour like comes and goes in trends, but matchy matchies tend to be kind of daggy, but it's back and it's in that looks cool. And oh. what I'm also noticing is is that it's – I've seen, I think, everyone that's done it, and we see this in Emma Emma Chamberlain did a pop of colour as well, it's not like a whole liner or, like, a whole blown-out eyeshadow. I'm seeing it, like, just near the lash line, just on, like, the visible lid space, but then the rest of the eye can be blended out and, like, subtle. So it's like you just sort of get it when your eyes are open in a flashy, subtle but bright vibe. Yeah, it's so approachable but fashionable exactly and i think we can all agree that emma chamberlain's makeup from the met gala was the absolute star, star of, of the, the show yeah. and what i loved about it was that she had this lime green lineup but it wasn't you always see colored liner in a big flick it wasn't it was just lined on her lash line and then she actually had like smudgy brownie black sort of liner around the lashes but that green pop just above the lash line and I love that. I love that it doesn't have to be winged out. It's just a tiny little peek across the lashes.
1: It was so good. It was definitely the most iconic makeup look of the night.
0: Yeah. You have empties?
1: Yes. I thought why not discuss quickly some of the things that I've used up in the last week. Absolutely. First up, I've gone through another Rimmel Wonder Cloud. Yes, this is my third Rimmel Wonder Cloud eyeshadow primer that I'm still using as an eyeshadow primer
0: every single day of my life. And apparently eating half of it as well, because I don't know how you're going through it so quickly. Because yes. I use it every day. Yep.
1: Every yeah. single day. Uh, next up, a loving tan body lotion, the gradual tanning lotion. Mm. Yep, gone through another one of those. I've also used up, very sad to report, summer Fridays, summer silk skin, whatever it is, body lotion. Yep. Devo. That's on the list of things that I'm ordering from Mecca the moment Charlotte Tilbury launches, and I can buy Charlotte Tilbury and other things at once.
0: Yep, great. You know Buy's doing incredibly well then.
1: Should we then discuss all the things I've bought in the last week? Yes. Uh, then I've also gone through a Laneige cream skin toner. Yep, nice.
0: And I've also gone through an ultraviolet sunscreen again. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. I finished an ultraviolet sunscreen, and I also finished the Aesthetics RX B Serum. Aesthetics are explicit. How did you finish that already? I swear Adrian used a shit ton because it did not last me long. Oh, I'm devastated for you. I know, I know. But I've got my Liberty Bell one that I'm using, so I'm okay. But you've got a nice freshie, so lucky you. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll hand
1: it back to you and then we can split it halfway. It's fine. fine. Well, then in my makeup... Well, in the things that I've ordered in the last week. I'm sorry, guys. I know there were people who were like, yes, Alex is doing a no-buy and I'm going to do a no-buy too. Do not – I'm not a cult leader. Do not follow me. I'm very erratic and I can't be trusted.
0: (laughs) I've never seen her send me more things that she's buying. Vogue Online Shopping Night happened this week and I had to snag some
1: bargains. That's fine. What did you buy? So I did a Sephora order. Oh, uh, because I needed to restock on my Laneige and also Ultraviolet, which I didn't want to buy from Sephora, but ah uh, no, I'm completely lying. It wasn't a Sephora order because Sephora was sold out of Ultraviolet. I bought from Adore Beauty. Mm-hmm. Do they sell Laneige? I just don't think I knew that. They do sell Laneige, and they were doing 15% off K-Beauty this week. Oh, hell yeah. So I bought Laneige Cream Skin Toner. I also bought a lip balm from them in the tube. Not in the pot. Mm-hmm. I got some ultraviolet sunscreen. Oh, and I got some more fake tan because I wanted to hit that $150 threshold to get a discount. Yes, you did. Uh, I also purchased a pair of a Goldie jeans from mm. Chuchuzi. Yep. Is that how you pronounce that word? I say Chuchuzi, but I literally don't know. Chuchuzi. Anyway, it's dumb. Pinched, high waisted jeans. Don't know if they're going to fit. Absolute debacle buying jeans online, but why not when why they're 25% off for a free $300 pair of jeans? I also purchased basic tees because they were 25% off this week.
0: Yeah, hell yeah.
1: Yes, very nice, just classic whites and blacks. And I also bought a pair of Align shorts from Lululemon because I'm now fully obsessed with everything Align. I'm on the Align train, and here I am now buying into the franchise. And I own a pair of
0: shorts which haven't arrived yet. The Align shorts are so nice because they are an exercise item, but they're also a great pair of shorts to wear, like with a slide and like a baggy tee for like normal human clothing. They're the best. Never ever 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 go for a run in them. They will climb right up both front and back. I read this in the reviews because I was specifically looking for a pair of shorts that wouldn't cause knee cellulite. Oh, it's tricky. It's or so hard or to a find. not only knee cellulite, but a face on your knee with crammed compression ooze over the top with cellulite. Like a muffin top for the knee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard. So yeah, a line.
1: Everyone says they're good. Eliza said size up if you don't want your knee to be squished. And also she said the tighter they are, the more you can see cellulite through them. So if that's a concern for you, go a size up.
0: Oh, Interesting. That's a good point. Anyway, that's all I bought this week. Damn.
2: When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
0: These
3: products are so good. What's the deal?
0: What's your beauty fave this week? My beauty fave is the Drunk Elephant Sugared Coffee Almond Milk Scrub. Body scrub? Yes, you heard me. I've been using it for the last two weeks. I had a bit of a crisis where I realized I'm very white, but in addition to being very white, I have a layer of white crust that cannot be removed from my legs. I'm the same. Mm. and I keep putting shorts on and having like a weird body dysmorphia moment where I'm like, why do I look disgusting? And it's not like anything about my body that's disgusting. Mm. It's the fact that I sort of radiate. I haven't moisturized or had any blood flow enter my legs for the last (laughs) 18 months, and so I'm like, that's it. I'm going to dry body brush regularly, I've done it once, mm. and I'm going to start exfoliating and moisturising after the shower, and I've done a peel on my feet, which I'm convinced is not going to work because my feet are so fucked, <laughs> and I'm going to have legs that won't make me feel ashamed when I have to put a pair of shorts on when the weather gets nice. And this scrub, let me tell you, I don't really enjoy body scrubs. No. I hate looking after my body. They're so annoying. Normally, I find scrubs that are either not scrubby enough or really oily. This is scrubby enough and leaves a beautiful hydrating residue, but it's not oily. Okay, it's not a false risk in the shower. It's not as messy as like the drunk, uh, the Frank body scrub. Mm. I really enjoy it. And when I got into bed yesterday, Brenton was like, "Oh my god!" because he like ran his foot against my leg and went, "That is the softest thing I've ever felt." Wow. It's incredible. So I have been trying to moisturize after it, but if you don't, you still feel hydrated, but not greasy.
3: Another thing that happens with body scrubs is that you, yes, those two things that you said about them being too oily or not scrubby enough is correct. And the other thing is that you have to use a copious amount of them to actually have any exfoliating benefit. How do you feel about how much product you had to use?
0: I feel like you do use a lot of them. Like I don't feel like scrubs last you that long it's not Mm. like I'm plowing through it let me use it a couple more times and then I'll be able to gauge I do feel like scrubs particularly it's in a pot I feel like when you're sticking your fingers in and whatnot you do use a lot yeah and I guess I'm not a like super small human like if I had less leg I'd use a lot less scrub but I've got to get the whole leg it's the whole like hand
3: scoop thing that you just can't control
0: yeah and then it's not like you can put any excess back in the tub though. No. But Can yeah, I it? really enjoy it. Delightful. Okay. What's your beauty fave?
3: My beauty fave this week is the Aesthetics Rx
0: Ultimate Serum. Ooh. Now, I will say, I divvied up the PR and I was like, I bet you Alex is gonna like this, and so I gave it to her on her route down to Mornington, and now I'm jealous because she loves it and I don't have one.
3: Uh, I'm so sorry. I don't know if you would like it. It's a little bit uh how do I say so I've been struggling a lot with a lot of congestion on my face and I thought it was mask and I also thought maybe it was like the ilia serum foundation neither is confirmed it's actually probably most likely the the mask knee, let's be honest mm-hmm. but I was just ha- my skin was in that rut where nothing was like bringing out the congestion and it wasn't just like blemish congestion it was just like all over Roughness, Like I just mm-hmm. felt like my skin wasn't fresh and I used peel pads for like three nights in a row trying to get it back on track. And even still, I was disappointed. So when I went home, I picked up my Evlon rescue mask. I was like, this is going to be the saving grace. Also picked up the ultimate serum via Shitsville South. The Evelom rescue mask. Eh, yeah, look, it did a fine job. The ultimate serum has resurfaced my skin mm-hmm. in three days and I feel like I feel fantastic.
0: Okay, so you had some blemishes, but your issue was texture, right? You just needed the texture just buffed straight off your face.
3: That's it, because I feel like the blemishes I can handle, I understand that they happen, but the the, the, the sloth of skin that's like yeah. stuck on your face, uh, it was awful. Anyway, it is a exfoliating serum with AHA. It's got niacinamide, salicylic acid, And vitamin B3, so it's still, like, calming even though it's extraordinarily exfoliating. The full ingredients list has – the second ingredient is alcohol, and that's what I wanted to mention. It evaporates very quickly off the face, so it's kind of like you want to go straight in with a serum on top.
0: Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'll die. It is worth mentioning that most of the peel pads that you find will have some element of alcohol in them as well. I feel like we never really bat an eyelid at that, but when it's in a serum, it almost makes you go, but if you're using this almost like a peel step, it just happens to be in a serum. It's kind of less concerning because it's like it's there and it's gone.
3: That's it. If it was a toner and it was calling itself an exfoliating toner, I would be fine with it. But you're right. It's because it's yeah. a serum and it has the same gel texture as the um, B serum that they have. Oh. So I think like, oh, this is going to be great. And then I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Uh, and then it's got, yeah, lactic acid, citric acid, salicylic acid, um, uh, bark extracts, cucumber seed extract, et cetera, et cetera.
0: So it's AHAs and BHAs, which is great because I feel like it's very rare. It's not very rare, but it's really pushing it. But a lot of serums have AHAs in them. A lot of serums that aren't even really textbook exfoliating serums will chuck an AHA here and there. But you don't always get your BHAs, and when you've got congestion or blackheads, you really do need that, um, like, something to get in poor.
3: Yeah, I think I used it sort of every day for mm-hmm. – four or five days to really get me going and now I think I'm going to back off and just go to like three times a week because I don't think I need to like continue over exfoliating my face I'll probably get like sensitized if I keep yeah. going but I'm very 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 happy with the outcome of my face right now
0: great so are you doing that and then popping on like a uh, the Laneige toner or something or are you doing that first like are you using it almost like a peel step and then misting after or are you just following straight with the hyaluronic
3: no, so I was using the Laneige Cream Skin Toner and then putting this on top. But I have yeah. done days without Laneige because I ran out of it, obviously. Yeah, so disaster. I've gone, I've gone both ways, but then serum straight on top afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, yes, I'm very thrilled with Aesthetics
1: with the- RX.
0: Yeah, I love, I love when you find a brand that you just would never have found and then you're just like what would I do if I had never found this. Yes. And it's a genuine question like where would we be if we if if I hadn't found Liberty Bell? My skin would be in a whole different place because half of my routine exists on that. And now I feel like the aesthetics RX serum is so good that I'm like where would I be without that? And if I hadn't found that and the Liberty Bell, I would be a dehydrated mess.
3: I agree. Also, I just feel like it's been so long since I found an AHA serum that I really respect. And I really mm. respect this one.
0: That's good.
3: None of them do it for me. The only one I would say probably is Good Jeans, which yeah. would be like up there. But I still think that I would have been, that Good Jeans wouldn't have done what I needed it to do in this time because I needed the BHA. Okay, great.
2: Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra
3: room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave?
0: My non-beauty fave, I've sort of got a... Two soft non-beauty faves. Okay. Now, my first is Jack Whitehall Travels with My Father. You will love this. I can this, guarantee What is it? A book? A TV series? It's a a TV show? Se- <laughs> it's a TV series. Jack Whitehall is an English comedian and actor. He's in quite a few funny UK comedies and he has, like, stand-up situations. He's very like a UK Hamish Blake, almost. Oh, you've got me. Yeah, exactly. And this TV show is where he goes around traveling places with his very upper-class English older father. Mm -hmm. And it is hilarious. It's sort of hard. I think when I first started watching it, I think I thought a lot of it was real. And now it's like very sort of like watching the Kardashians where you're like, okay, how much is sage and what element is real? But it's just so funny because... It's like the
3: Ricky Gervais um, Abroad, Idiot Abroad.
0: Yes, but it's like let's take a privileged white man abroad and cringe at all of his interactions with people. It's okay. so funny. It's really good. I only watched one episode last night cuz it's a new season, season 5, but I've watched quite a few of the other seasons previously and it's funny and it's great easy light like, watching like before bed or when you're watching when you're eating dinner or whatever. You know, I like to have two categories of TV show. One is like it's Friday Saturday night we're sitting down, we're binging, no looking at the phone, no nothing else. Yeah. This is more I can look at realestate.com while I'm watching and I'm laughing and we're eating and whatever. Okay. Now, and my other one is to say that I've finished Dave season 2, and I know I've talked about Dave like 645 times. This season of Dave, there was a lot of there was a lot of blows and poor Dave, he wasn't having a lot of success, and it was hard to watch. It was getting us down. It finishes in such a good way. It's everything I wanted. The best. I have
3: tingles thinking about all the possibilities of what it could be. I'm very excited. I, I've fallen a little bit off the Dave bandwagon, but I'm, I'm I'm a good portion of the way through season two, so I'll pick it up.
0: Great. Have you been watching Ted Lasso as well?
3: No, I haven't. I've, Adrian didn't watch season one of Ted Lasso with me. Like he flitted in and out, so I'm going to have to start from the beginning with him so that we can watch season two together.
0: Well, you're a lucky bugger because me and Brenton, every single week, we look forward to and sit down and watch Ted Lasso together, and then at the end of the episode, we hate ourselves because we have to wait till next week so i think it'll be really nice to have a day where you just binge multiple episodes because it puts you in such a happy mood that you'll just have such a good day
3: yeah true it's gonna rain this weekend so maybe i'll just like sit him down on the couch and be like here's culture
0: yes oh great anyway what's your non-beauty fave
3: my non-beauty faves this week were online shopping lol
0: already spoken about that (laughs) can confirm it gets those endorphins going
3: sure does i also wanted to soft fave talk about mirror mirror which we didn't discuss last week as my non-beauty fave and it should have been it was the todd sampson series two two part episode series on channel 10 you can watch it on 10 play where he delved into body image and body dysmorphia and why we are always looking to improve ourselves or why we feel that there's societal pressure on us to improve ourselves it kind of comes at it from all angles Mm-hmm. That was a very good series. If you want to hear someone talk about it in depth after watching it, the Mamma Mia Out Loud podcast did a bit of a deep dive into it, which I thought was quite good. And the actual non-beauty fave of mine this week is the What Australia Really Thinks About series.
0: <gasps> oh, I keep seeing this mentioned. Is it got? Has it got the vibes of You Can't Ask That?
3: Yes, it's got the vibes of You Can't Ask That mixed with
0: I don't know anything on abc slash sbs
3: yeah it's it's exactly like that and except that it's lifestyle like it's not shot in a studio and i watched mm-hmm. the one with casey donovan last night which was what does australia really think about obesity
0: i so i watched that via Gogglebox. box oh did you yes which i love watching Gogglebox box because it keeps me up to date with what everyone else is watching and it did look really good
3: it was really good it was really heartbreaking at times I fucking hate humans and society, Mm -hmm. it really made me upset and pissed off in parts, Uh, but it also talks about how we are culturally inclined to always believe that fat people are unhealthy Mm -hmm. Um, and then it kind of talks about why that isn't the case and I think that it's a really important education series for everyone. I think that no matter who you are and what you believe about your body and other people's bodies, that it's worth watching just for more perspective. I think that that never hurts anyone. Yeah, and we're always learning. That's it. And I think that it's also a really good segue into the fact that we are having Georgie from Conceiving Food Babies slash Conceiving It All, which is her actual name, Instagram name.
0: We should say Conceiving Food Babies, nay, Conceiving It All.
3: Yeah, anyway, she's coming on the podcast and yeah. this was a recommendation from her to watch and, yes, strongly back it.
0: Yeah, I think by following Georgie, I have just subtly absorbed a lot of things about, like, fat phobia and diet culture and stuff and even just having some of that in my feed is really helpful to make me like check myself and check my opinions. And that sounds good. I like, I like that. It's always, it's always good to just think about why the fuck we are like what we are, you know?
3: Absolutely. And I think that everyone at around our age, around that 30 year old Mark who listens to this podcast, we were brought up in a fat phobic society. Like our families, our parents were mostly, I would say like overwhelmingly the majority afraid of fat, afraid of fat and food, afraid of fat people. Like we have this, really unfortunate stigma that has been passed down to us um yeah
0: we also grew up which i guess is probably they showed in the mirror mirror episode of like now everyone has to have a thin waist but you have to have big booty and all of that but we grew up in the like olsen twin kate moss rake skinny is best era and it's Paris hard to shake that. Yeah, if you grow up and that's what you're seeing everywhere. Like now, I guess this day and age, everyone is seeing those filtered, fillered faces and everyone wants to be Madison Beer. But we grew up thinking that if you're a stick, that's the best thing that you can be. Yeah. And it's hard to unprogram yourself from that.
3: Absolutely. And I was – another really interesting conversation that happened on Conceiving It All's Instagram this week. And if you're not – if you like this kind of conversation you want to keep, like, taking part in it, please go and follow her because she articulates things far better than we do Mm. about this topic. Um, But someone also said to her, and she was unpacking this week, that we are also, like, kind of trying to edge away from this, like, lollipop, really skinny, like straight up and down body type is the ideal but what's happening is that we're saying people can be in larger bodies but they still have to be a certain shape and this is like a horrible progression that we find ourselves like continually cycling through anyway
0: yeah it's interesting because you can be big but you can't be big with no boobs and no waist because that's gross but you can have a massive ass and a tiny waist and big titties and that's perfect yeah that's it yeah yeah Oh. Very interesting. Sorry to go on a soapbox about that, but I love, I love this kind of shit. And we have to check ourselves. We're two thin white girls who have not had a lot of adversity in their lives, and sometimes we need to check ourselves and realize that the bodies that we live in have granted us certain privileges, and I think that's really important. Yeah. And what is <laughs> very topically your snack of the week.
3: <laughs> Just took it to my veins! My snack this week is killer pythons.
0: Oh, take me back to the netball tuck shop. Oh, I haven't had – I have not had one in forever.
3: I was having a bad week on – a bad week this week. I had a bad day on Monday, bad mental health day, and I turned to Adrian and I said, I just need you to care for me. Do something Mm -hmm. selfless. Please look after me. Mm -hmm. And so he went to the shops and he bought – I shit you not two bags of salt and vinegar chips large bags then two bags of salt and vinegar chips that contain the miniature six packs
0: oh that's fun a little portion controlled snack I like it (laughs) I know
3: because he was sort of like he also bought Smith's Crinkle Cuts and then the natural Chipco Crinkle Cuts and then the portion controlled bags because he was kind of like Alex needs salt and vinegar chips in every possible format I can't fuck this up so I'm going to buy them all and then he bought a bag of Killer Pythons and
0: mmm mmm The best. Well, I also bought you a gift on Monday, but it's not going to arrive forever, so have fun when that arrives. Remember when you were sad, and um, it will come. Australia Post, why you did this to us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll be a really delight. You'll be better by then. Thank you. I'm scared, nervous. Oh, you should be. What's your snack this week? My snack this week is Diet Coke. Oh, okay. Okay, but not Diet Coke. I like to call it Diet Coke so I like to say a DC, but I actually think I hate Diet Coke and I like Coke Zero. Coke no sugar. Yeah, Coke no sugar. Sorry. whatever. It's genuinely so confusing and they're all just a random mix of chemicals. But Coke no sugar on my Googles I found out is supposed to taste like real Coke without the sugar, but Coke uh, – DC, Diet Coke has its own taste and I don't like the taste of that. I like the taste of Coke, but – I don't like the fuzzy feeling it puts on my teeth. Whereas Mm. Coke Zero, I actually enjoy. And I normally don't like any drink with fake sugar. I can really taste it. But I feel like I've sort of weaned myself on to Coke No Sugar. And I fucking love it. And when it's 4 o'clock and I haven't had a sip of water and I haven't had enough chocolate for the day, that hits my hydration and my caffeine like sugar hit all in one. And I love it. I am ordering in bulk off Amazon. I always have a DC on hand.
3: Do you want to know some devastating news about your Coke Sugar love? Oh, no. They've announced today that they're reformulating it.
0: <laughs> Whoa, what are the odds? Literally, what are the odds? I can say in my life I've never drank soft drink, and in the last two weeks I've developed a DC addiction, and they're going to tell me they're fucking reformulating.
3: Yep. So Kate Miller, the marketing director at Coca-Cola Australia, says that taste tests showed that Australians were positive to the zero calorie drinks new formula, which has already been rolled out in Europe, Latin America, Asia and North America. They believe it's the best Coke ever and they're excited for Australians to think the same, apparently.
0: I guess I could argue this can only go two good ways for me. One, it tastes better and that's a good thing. Two, it tastes worse, and I kick my weird soft drink addiction that has developed out of nowhere. Yeah.
3: I mean, they're the options,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll look at it in a positive way, but damn. Why does everything I love have to go?
3: So timely as well. Way to bring some, like, snack news into the podcast.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening. I feel like this app has not gone crazy long, which is great.
3: Yes. And you can look forward to our very dear friend of the pod, Her Royal Highness uh, Elizabeth Makeup Artist, who's joining us for our very first official interview of the interview series.
0: Yeah. On so Wednesday. For those who aren't across it, um, when we introduced our regular mini episodes, the deal was product trials as our mini ep every week, but once a month we would do an interview. And that was going to be the way the cookie crumbled and then covid happened and then lots of things happened and we've come to the realization that in-person interviews aren't always going to work i guess it gives us better range of interviewing people that are interstate and stuff anyway so that's great and they're kicking off and so we are starting in september one coming every month and as we mentioned our next month's interviewer will be georgia from conceiving it all so if you would like to follow her now so that it's actually exciting and you know about her when we interview her that's a good idea
3: Very good idea. And if you've got people that you'd like us to interview and you don't recall this conversation happening last time, we're looking for people who aren't necessarily from the beauty space, but who are interesting people who you would love us to talk to and like kind of want to like perv on their beauty routines and ask them questions about makeup, even if they're not like fully as into the world as we are.
0: Exactly. We're talking artists, we're talking brand owners, we're talking PTs, anyone anyone that you just think is interesting to nosy into their lives yep send them our way
3: in fact you contact them and say hey you should go speak to all Basis club because they want to talk to you because we feel weird asking people to come on our podcast
0: <laughs> that's a really please do that that saves us a lot of anxiety so much yeah thanks for listening guys we'll see you on wednesday with liz bye bye